Get your Bibles and let's go into the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to share some things with you that the Lord Jesus have been talking to my heart about. Hallelujah. I want to do some teaching. Start out doing some teaching. If you would pray for me and pray with me. Will you do that for me? I want to draw your attention to two passages of scripture. Look at the book of Joel with me and the book of Ezekiel. We're going to look at some things. And I want to talk about something that the Lord has been dealing with my heart about. Would y'all pray for me? Hallelujah. The book of Joel, I want to talk about God's early warning systems. Early warning systems. Hallelujah. Ezekiel, I'm sorry, the book of Joel, the second chapter. Read it with me. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord cometh for it is nigh at hand. Notice that again. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. Notice where the trumpet is to be blown. In Zion. Zion is also uh, the habitation of God's people. Spiritually so, Zion is the church. Zion is the church. And he said, blow the trumpet in Zion. And notice this, sound in Alarm. Do you see that? Sound an alarm. Sound an alarm. In my holy mountain, notice this, let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord cometh, and it is nigh at hand. Now, notice Joel, the second chapter, notice verse 15. Blow ye the trumpet, where? In Zion. Sanctify a what? Fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the people. Notice this. Sanctify the congregation. Assemble who? 
the elders, gather the children and those that sought the breast. Let the bridegroom go forth of his chamber and the bride out of her closet. Let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar. And let them say, spare thy people, O Lord. Notice this. And give not thine heritage to reproach, that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, where is their God? Notice, notice this now. He says, blow the trumpet in Zion. Do you see that? He said, sound an alarm in my holy mountain. He said, let all the inhabitants tremble. He says, for the day of the Lord cometh, or the day of God's wrath is near. And it's very close. The word at hand means it's very close. And then he tells us in Joel 2 and 15, he said, blow the trumpet in Zion. And he tells them, awake the people to spiritual consecration. Tell them to sanctify a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Notice this. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. Sanctify the congregation means Clean up yourselves. Get your thing, get your house in order. Are y'all with me here? Get things right with God. Mm. Notice this. I want you to see this. He says, don't only sanctify yourselves. He says, but gather the people. Get the assembly together. He said, let the priests and the ministers, let them cry out to God. And let them say, spare thy people. Do y'all see that? Spare thy people, O Lord. And notice what he says. He said, you ought to pray. Don't give your inheritance over to reproach. Don't let judgment come on your people. And if judgment come, the enemy is going to say, where is your God? The God you all are supposed to be serving, where is he? Now, the thing that can prevent that is early warning. What is early warning? The trumpet being sound. The trumpet being sound. Uh, can you show me a picture of the, of the priest blowing the trumpet? Now, the trumpet, the word trumpet in the Bible comes from a Greek word, shofar. And there were two, two uh, things. That's a ram's horn. That's a shofar. Amen. Now, Israel, when they heard those particular things blown, they knew that several things were either going on. Either they were celebrating a joyous occasion, such as a new moon or harvest. They were either proclaiming liberty to the captives they were sounding the trumpet because a king was being uh, elevated or, or it was his coronation. Or they were being gathered together for an assembly. The prophet had something to say to them. A warning had to be announced. Or there was an impending judgment. The, or when this was blown, the people had to get ready for warfare. 
when the trumpet was sound, that means war is impending. Get in position. Take cover or get ready because the enemy is approaching. God has always had an early warning system. Are y'all going to pray for me here? The shofar was always blown ahead of time. God always had prophets and priests in position to let the people know to take heed. Something is getting ready to happen. Are y'all with me here? Let's look at the book of Ezekiel. I want you to go back a few books in the Bible. Ezekiel 33. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 33. Do you have it? Find the prophet Ezekiel. Let's go back in your Bible. Find Jeremiah. And right behind the prophet Jeremiah is the prophet Ezekiel. Ezekiel 33, chapter 33. Do you have it? Let's look at verse 1. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people and say unto them, When I bring sword upon a land, and that the people of the land take a man of their course and set him for their watchmen, if when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the what? The trumpet and what? Warn them. You see that? Give them warning because the sword is coming. Then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and taketh not what? Taketh not warning if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his, his own head. Do you see that? There are two responsibilities. Number one, the watchman is to sound the trumpet ahead of time. First responsibility. Second responsibility, when the people hear it, they are to take warning and take precautionary measures. Do you follow that? Consequences, if you do not follow what is being said, then when judgment come and you are taken away, he says, their blood will be on their own hand. Notice verse 5. He heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning. His blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall, be de shall deliver his soul. You see that? When you take heed to the warning, you deliver your what? So are you save your life. Verse 6. But if the watchman see the sword come and blow not the trumpet, which is negligence. Failure to warn. He said, and the people be not warned. He said, if the sword come and take any person from among them, and he is taken away in his iniquity or in his sin, and the watchman didn't tell him, that you are required to change your lifestyle, change the way you're living. If the watchman, now, now that go for every pastor, preacher, minister of the gospel. 
everyone have the task to warn people that if you don't turn from unrighteousness, there are consequences. Are y'all with me here? Listen at this. He says if it take a person away and he's taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. Now that's something I don't want as a pastor. I don't want anybody's blood required at my hand. So that means every preacher, every minister must always be mindful that you're not preaching for popularity. You're not preaching for people to like you. You're not preaching for money. But you're preaching because there's an attachment to you and the people. And it's about warning the people and keeping the people in a place of alertness, readiness, soundness, and always looking to that, God, I want to be ready when you come. Are y'all with me here today? I, I want you to understand something. I want you to understand why the gospel message has to be preached. I want you to understand that why pastors cannot teach just one message. Anytime a church only preach prophecy or just teach blessings or just teach faith, you're not preaching the whole counsel of God. You must understand that. The whole counsel of God involves a lot of things. It involves faith. It involves the blood. It involves righteousness. It involves helping people to understand that eternity is real. Your soul is all you have. And helping people to understand that the only way to eternal life is obedience to Jesus Christ. Are you with me here? So listen. Every pastor, leaders, ministers are called to stand in a place to sound the trumpet. Can I put that fella back up there? You see that? Everybody say, the trumpet must be sound. Say, I want to be in a church. Where the trumpet is sound. Hallelujah. Would you go in that office and pull out get both of those things for me? I'd rather be in a church where it's being blown constantly. Are y'all going to pray for me here? Don't try to make me feel good or tickle my ears or tell me everything is all right when it's not all right. Now, notice what the Lord says. Now, I purchased a couple of these here. You, you just, you get one, you get one, Joe. Now, they, they're not going to blow it because I already tried them this morning. And <laughs> <laughs> but just, just hold them up there. And, and, and you see those, those, everybody says chauffeurs. That's what they call, they call what? Chauffeurs or chauffeurs, all right? Trumpets. Israel always had these. If you remember, even when Jericho, they walked around the walls, the Lord said that the sound of the trumpet, I want you to shout. The sound confused the enemy. 
But Israel knew what it was all about. We about to conquer. We about to go in and take something. Are y'all with me here? Or if it's sound, it means warfare is near. If it's sound, it means the enemy is upon us. If it's sound, it means we are to fast and to pray and to get in a place of safety. Because God is trying to get us ready. Tell your neighbor, God is trying to get us ready. Tell somebody else, God is trying to get us ready. Hallelujah to God. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Now. All right. All right. Hallelujah. Somebody shout glory. Say, Lord, sound the trumpet. Say, let the trumpet be sound. Now listen. Many, many churches have lost what their focus is to be about. The church is not a political arena. The church is not an ongoing seminar about feeling good about yourself. The church is not an ongoing place where we make people think that they're all right when they're not all right. Are y'all with me here? No, the church is a place where we must, re we must represent the mind of God. Do you know what prophetic utterance is? Some people confuse, Some people think prophecy is only calling people out. You can preach prophetically. Because when you preach and teach the mind of God, what is God thinking about us? How does God feel about us right at this moment? That's prophetic teaching and preaching. Prophecy is not that I want a prophecy. I, I, I want somebody to call me out and tell me I'm all right. You're missing the whole purpose of everything. When God exalts a church and establishes a church, he sends prophetic utterance every time that minister, if they're in touch with God, they should be speaking the mind of God. What is God saying about us right now? Are y'all with me here? I, I want you to be clear about some things. God has always had an early warning system. That before judgment come, God would have given people warning. Now, think about it. Think about even in our culture, we have developed many early warning systems. L listen at this. Let's listen at this. We have early warning systems that warn us of tsunamis. Are you with me here? You, a tsunami is an earthquake underwater. That when the earth quakes or break up the ground in the ocean, it sends a massive tidal wave. Are you with me here? There are systems in place now that can warn people to flee to higher ground. Now, one of the greatest tsunamis happened in 2004. Are you with me here? In 2004, a tsunami affected 14 countries. Indonesia. 
Thailand, Malaysia, Tanzania. Listen, when people miss the warning or did not receive it properly, listen, I want you to listen at this. Listen at the lives. They were almost 250,000 lives lost in 2004. Do anybody remember that? I remember it very well. 2004, over 200, nearly 250,000 lives lost because either they didn't take heed or they missed it. Are you with me here? Are y'all with me here? We have many early warning systems even today. We have child abduction systems. We call them Amber Alerts. You can be riding down the expressway and you'll see the sign saying, watch out for this kind of car or this kind of vehicle because a child has been abducted. Have y'all seen those? Have you seen those? Amen. Those systems are in place. We have fire alarms. We have smoke alarms. We even have carbon monoxide or poisonous gas alarm systems in our home that can tell us that there are odorless and unseen gases being released in our home. And it will tell you, you need to do something. Either crack a window or leave your house because if you don't, the results can be disastrous. Are y'all with me here? We have tornado warning systems. You know, just two weeks ago, I was in Kroger, and my daughter Michelle normally drops my granddaughter off after school. And normally my wife or one of us are there, but this time I had went to the store and was trying to get back before she got to the house. Two weeks ago, a tornado warning went off in Macon, Georgia. How many remember that? You remember that? A tornado touched down. The sirens were going off. Sirens were going off. And I was coming out of the grocery store, and I got to the door. I looked at somebody and said, is that the tornado system going off? They said, yes. And here's the thing about it. Some people practically were ignoring the sound system. As if nothing was happening. Are y'all with me here? And, and I was saying, God, I, I had a choice I had to make. I said, now, Lord, either I can stay in this store. And I noticed even the people in the grocery store, the, the people hadn't come on and said anything about take cover or said anything. So I said, now, I got a choice to make. Lord, my grandbaby could be at the house. I got in my truck. I said, God, I need you. Cover me in the blood. I can't let my baby be home by herself. Are you with me here? As I was going home, people were frantic. I mean, just in frantic all through the street. You could see people. Some were taking heed. I even saw a car that went down in a ditch. I saw some people very frantic. And, and what was only about five miles away from me almost seemed like 50 miles away. I was trying to get there. Sirens were going off. Are y'all with me here? And when I got to the house, I made it to the house. Thank you, Jesus. My granddaughter was there. I said, did you hear the sirens? 
She said, I didn't hear anything, Papa. I said, we're going downstairs in the lower part of the house to take cover until the system go off. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The point that I'm trying to make is that often people either don't hear it or they don't take heed. Can I talk to y'all a little bit? Can I talk to y'all a little bit? Listen, many people either disregard the warning. They neglect it or they overlook it or they reject it or they don't even consider the danger that they could be in. Are y'all with me here? Another system that what's going on, were you able to find a video of the present situation in our nation, the California fires. The California fires is a devastating thing. It's devastating. I don't know whether you can see these fires or whether you have noticed them on the news, but the fires are all along the hillsides of cities in California. And the thing about California, I've never been there. Well, I have been there once. I have been there once. It wasn't a long visit, but my brother and I, we went to see about his son. But California is kind of dry in some areas, but the wind comes from the ocean. So when a fire is taking place, the wind blow the ambers. And the ambers catch the next place and the next place and the next place. Do you follow me? Thus you have a fire spreading out of control. Are you with me here? Now, many people, thank you, many people were warned about the fire. Many people were warned. And some people were so attached to their possessions. So attached to their homes and their houses and their fine automobiles. You see, even as children of God, we're to wear this world very loosely. That whatever God give us, he gave it to me, but I'm not attached to it. I'm not at a place where it's got me. I'm all wrapped around it and it's all wrapped around me. We got to stay in a place that God, whatever you bless us with, it's just things. Because my main focus is, I want to be with you, Lord. I want to make heaven and nothing on this earth is so dear that it's caused me my soul. God help me here today. But the sad account is that many people were told, leave. Leave. I don't care if your home costs a half a million dollars. Leave. It doesn't matter if your home costs a million dollars. Leave. But the sad part about it is that they, some wouldn't do it. And, and here is the thing. That by the time the fire hit, now they get in the car 
and they try to leave, but listen. The land is so hot. The road is so heated until it melt the tires. The car can't go because you can't go without tires. So they're finding people dead in their cars or burned alive because they waited too late. When it was time to go, I hope somebody hear me. When it was time to run, when it was time to get in a hurry, folks took their time and ignored or they were too attached. Tell your neighbor, you can't be so attached. You got to be willing to let go. You got to be willing to say, God, I want to be saved. God, I need you to help me here. Are y'all with me here? So, so what's happened is that people, there, there are, there, now listen, there, at least 70 lives have been lost, but there are over a thousand people unaccounted for because they can't find them because somebody didn't take heed to the warning somebody didn't take it serious enough somebody thought it won't hit my house it's gonna go around my house I feel the Holy Ghost in here Somebody felt like it won't happen to me. And church, anytime you take that mindset, you put yourself in danger. So it is in the spirit realm. When God said, sound the trumpet in Zion. Show my people their transgression. 